Hello everyone, welcome to episode 35 of Octane 101 podcast. I am Akshay. And I am Sayan. And in this episode, I think we are going to make a change on your suggestion. And rather than diving in head first, we are going to start off by first sort of giving an overview of what we are going to talk about right. on this episode. Actually, this is because we have been getting feedback yeah, I mean, from a lot of people and yeah. uh, positive feedback. thus far yeah so i mean and like this was one of the suggestions and suggestion, this right? obviously makes makes a lot of sense right. i don't know why we have not been doing that i think primarily because we get carried away and like yes. go to very random topics <laughs> despite starting with the list every single time right so anyway uh, i'm i'm going to try to sort but of but it was always about you know recording our conversations so we never kept track of still uh, but we never thought like it's it's for audiences right yeah it's for audience because <laughs> we need to give it some kind of structure yeah also i realized like uh, and and this is obviously something we know we end up talking about motor sports as a well. lot yeah a lot as well yeah. but not everyone is interested as much yes and they might want to skip that part i totally understand you should not but i understand <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so anyway on this episode obviously we're going to talk about formula 1 and you're going to talk about motor we, we are going to start with that's the obvious one that's, that's the obvious one things. that's you're not evading that <laughs> right uh, apart from that i think i'm going to talk about like the transportation in general uh, and public transportation more importantly okay uh, so that's that plus couple of new launches couple of new launches some of them have actually really caught our attention right Uh, we have been talking about it like yeah i don't go into details we'll go into details yeah, later yeah we have been talking about it <laughs> yeah so the ones which are interesting yes that plus some self driving stuff obviously we cannot complete an episode without talking about tesla or ola yes and so we got to do that no ola such but tesla is it but now ola, tesla uh-huh. or ola yeah but you mentioned it so we'll probably bring up ola as well so yeah that's what you have like we have like pretty, pretty much that's that's the the summary of it right uh so obviously we're going to start with formula 1 right we are recording this on the evening of monaco grand prix right i know you didn't watch the race i couldn't because i was out with my mom so yeah i you missed it doing but uh, i was expecting like every time monaco is not a very interesting race but monaco by default is a pretty shitty race right. like we can say that we can very safely say that it's boring but it according to you it turned out to be a little more interesting than what you were expecting right so uh, for 45 laps uh, what we assumed was true <laughs> right yeah i mean like let's be honest so uh, okay i'm going to go in a, a so logical order so let me start uh, by asking you this question this is the first time vestrappen won a monaco race right this is his first oh i'm asking i don't know i, I even i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and we call us as experts <laughs> no who said we? I, I mean, we are we are enthusiasts for what is sport we are enthusiasts right, right, right. yeah so but I, again i don't know honestly a uh, previous uh, year i think it was perez who won Yes, and before that, I don't remember. Yeah. But I think I think it's Verstappen's first. I mean, you're you're talking history. I I rarely remember. Like I remember very specific events, some very brilliant races. Monaco is rarely memorable. Right. I mean, I I distinctly remember uh, one instance where Ricardo won. Right. Like the last time Ricardo won on Monaco, that one I remember because that was a pretty tight race and he was like struggling with car issues and managed to win anyway. But anyway, anyway, I'm I'm mm-hmm. getting distracted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, qualifying yesterday was brilliant. That I saw. 
यस क्यू थ्री ऑकॉन पुट अ ब्रिलियंट ब्रिलियंट लैब राइट लेकर्क डेड टू स्ट्रेंजली आई मीन लाइक लास्ट ईयर ऑल्सो ही डेड वेल राइट एंड इवन बिफोर दैट ही he himself put himself on the pole right but he crashed the gearbox issue right causing a red right. flag and then that. his car could not actually go to the grid right. on the race right. day right. yeah so i mean he he does a good job on the, on the qualifying day but anyway so he did ocon very surprisingly very surprisingly actually qualified matlab like at one point he was obviously at the top right then like then the young young driver youngest youngest driver alonso came in right and he was the fastest and it looked like he had it looked like position. he had it yeah it right. looked like he had it i was already texting my friends i was already tweeting about it ke like fuck this is it alonso has the pole position and the aston martin people were also celebrating they, yeah they were celebrating <laughs> the whole twitter was celebrating <laughs> by my half my friend circle was celebrating right like this is it alonso is winning monaco this year because also i think monaco gives us the best hope of alonso winning against yes. max verstappen right uh because other street circuits they have longer straights which favor red bull right and this is just one drs zone and yeah. generally what we have seen is the one who starts broadly yes like it, i mean it's it's a difficult track for you know a lot of uh overtakes and things like that so exactly and plus alonso is a good driver right. very polished driver so you can expect this track is more of a leveler like in terms of performance uh i mean it it sort of pronounces the the skill it, it like yeah i mean rookies cannot possibly shine here alonso obviously is a very very seasoned driver right so he's less likely to make mistakes mm-hmm. uh so yeah that was the assumption but max verstappen put out a brilliant lap and the thing was like in the, the last second sector he was third se- uh, in, it, yes in the second sector he yeah. was almost like down by what Three tenths of a second or something like that. It was, it was a massive gap. Three tenths. Uh, uh, it was three tenths. I, uh, that's what I remember. A massive gap. Yeah. It there was no way he could have you know uh, captured the pole position. Yeah. So like literally he was he was ahead. He he was uh, outperforming Alonso in literally the last ten seconds. Right. That's it. And so, he even you know banged against the wall. Yeah. So I think that was a video game move which we saw in NASCAR earlier. Right. and he also pulled something similar mm-hmm. but yeah brilliant lap right. brilliant lap and honestly if after that lap if anyone is still ha- hating on monaco qualifying it was not a good qualifying they simply hate max verstappen they don't like racing <laughs> because like see again it it, right. it stops being about max verstappen or alonso right, or anyone right. at any point because ocon put out a brilliant lap honestly right. at one point it felt like o- ocon might It's have got to be on pole yeah and then alonso goes out kills it right and even that was not good enough right. i mean like that was pure poetry right <laughs> it's brilliant but anyway race day as expected very boring Okay. I honestly expected Alonso to to sort of take the lead in the first lap itself. How so? I have no way he's Alonso. Okay. Yeah, I mean like that is the general hope that he'll try to do something stupid. Did anyone like overtake Verstappen throughout the race? No, no. Other no. than like no, the no pit one. stops and all. No, okay. no one did. Yeah. yeah. So, but was it a one-sided race like it has been throughout the season so far? It was. It okay. was. I mean like Uh, I'd not say it was smooth sailing for Verstappen. 
गैप from alonso who was on hards hmm and the gap was constantly increasing so it's not like he was just coasting it, it was not like he was just cruising then hmm. things changed i don't know track where westapen has not you know historically it's, done well yes and like he, like even in race today he bumped against the wall like like he literally probably just scraped off the pirelli branding on the sides of the tires okay he literally did that but still very impressive drive he was still gaining pace but like the race was still very boring okay. there was some drama perez was just overtaking a bit perez rear ended someone uh, your science rear ended someone like lot of rear ending was happening mm-hmm. uh, like basically people get, get nothing into, interesting nothing nothing interesting like nothing okay. really worth uh, like wasting our audience time worth right. but but i was, saw a lot of memes on Yeah, yes. Twitter and Instagram, something about Alonso. Yeah, I think you want to talk about it. Yeah, so it rained, and like it was expected to rain in like the the last uh, eight, ten, twelve laps of the race. Okay, and it did. It rained about uh, about lap forty seven, forty eight. Okay, so pure chaos. <laughs> pure chaos i i i got a call at that point i don't know what what i responded on that call but i i took that call mm-hmm. i have no idea what i told the other person <laughs> because i was very much caught in the race right. because all i can see is like science is sliding uh, magnuson is sliding everyone is just sliding people who are on slick tires and the problem is the rain was not heavy immediately okay so there were some parts of the track and particularly the slowest parts of the track okay they mm-hmm. were wet oh okay. and like obviously the tunnel is dry right and a major part of the track was still dry okay now at that point people are go- some some drivers are going in for uh, intermediate tires right some are choosing to stay out okay i'm not sure why because the forecast very clearly like throughout the race the commentators were talking about how uh, right. the the like the ra- there is going to be rain hmm. uh, either way some of them went for uh, intermediate tires some waited a while alonso hmm. and i don't know if this was a call by alonso or the aston martin team okay what it seems so far that it was aston martin team but seems less likely but anyway uh, alonso went into the pits and took mediums right when it started raining okay yeah i'm not sure why this and by this time uh, what was the gap between verstappen and it was a sizable gap it was yeah i mean it was more than 10 seconds okay okay uh, it was more than 10 seconds uh, i mean yeah in some in but westapen hadn't had his tire yeah then. was was still on his first set of tires uh, same with uh, alonso okay yeah but, but alonso he was on hard hard alonso and he was on yeah mediums oh. and he switched to mediums oh and he switched to mediums i'm not sure why okay he came out then uh, soon after that westapen pitted 
took interest uh, intermediate tires yeah okay. so he was like he was also struggling with intermediates as well because the grip was obviously very sketchy right but not as much as alonso not as much as alonso and then alonso had to obviously come in everyone was sliding about alonso had to come in again and then take intermediate that's tires. like 25 30 seconds yes yeah. exactly and that he lost was, the race pretty much there that was pretty much the gap they had at the end of the race oh. so <laughs> So you mean to say like Alonso had a proper chance of winning this he did yes he did and he couldn't now why I said because this is a controversial tire choice to make right and I'm not sure if Aston Martin would like make this choice consciously for a driver as seasoned as Alonso they would not want to fuck around with him right and we have seen a lot of times Alonso is having long drawn conversations with the team on like the choices they are making right like he's literally engaging in strategy uh, discussions while in the true race. we have seen that yeah so i mean my initial assumption was that this this was a conscious choice Alonso made Alonso. because he saw, yeah makes sense but like there was no radio message that at least was broadcasted right and uh, i mean i i'm confused honestly because like when the race ended he actually came out of the car happy instead of like yelling mm. and screaming and cursing but that has been how like how do i put it alonso has been like this throughout the season this year very yeah. uncharacteristic of him yeah i mean like yes and I, i'm not sure what what's happening here right. i mean i i honestly expected like whether it was team's call i, I if it was team's call i expected curses on the radio right and if it was like, his if you call, have he would be frustrated actually lost a chance of winning the race you would be unhappy yes and like he literally stepped out of the car happy uh, i don't know someone has replaced alonso <laughs> ai taking over huh? yes ai taking over this is alonso's chat gpt version <laughs> Yeah, because clearly this this felt very odd. That Alonso is not frustrated. Right. I mean, whether it was his choice or team, you you know how he reacts, how right, right. how loudly he reacts for so many years. Yes, yes, and this was very unusual. I mean, but either way, like second position, good result for us. Great Martin. result, very good result. Right. And sorry, uh, like this always. This is summarizes the Monaco Grand Prix. Hmm. Honda is coming back. <laughs> how does it summarize? No, I'm saying this summarizes the Monaco Grand Prix. I'm moving okay, on to the next okay, topic. Okay, okay. That Honda is coming back to Formula One. 2026. 2026 with Aston Martin Racing. Aston Martin yeah. Racing. So Honda yeah. basically refuses to leave. <laughs> they they really love Formula One. Uh, though I'm not sure how this is gonna work out. But I mean, Red Bull is using the Honda powertrain. Right. And they but there are new regulations which are coming. So which is why Red Bull is now moving up away from. Honda, right. But the thing is, that when Honda actually moved out of Formula One, uh, like this was last to last year, right? Mm. Uh, Red Bull basically acquired the licenses and everything, mm, right? And they sort of got a engine team in house, right? But they were still sort of crediting Honda in a way, right? So I'm not sure how Red Bull is gonna move forward with that. Mm-hmm. Like, are they gonna keep running a, a internal team? I think that's how it's gonna be because, like, what I read was from twenty twenty six onwards, Red Bull is gonna be like an engine supplier, right? Yeah, yeah so developing its own engine. That will be interesting. I mean, I I didn't read much about this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's see. 
So anyway, yeah, that summarizes. It would be interesting one. to see if Alonso will be still racing. He will be obviously. Yeah. <laughs> still, is forty-three years old. Only. Only. And forty-four. No, he's forty-one right now. Forty-one. And this is twenty-twenty-three. Yeah. We're talking forty-four, forty-five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Young in his prime. Right, right, right. <laughs> in his prime. Oh, by the way, uh, Vettel was on the on the. I saw. Yeah, Vettel was videos. in the the pits and all uh, hanging around. Right. Yeah, with the with the Aston Martin folks and all, everyone was posting photos. Hamilton was and all of that. Right. So nice with the. I I don't know why he was walking around with a white colored band around his head. Yeah, that's what yeah. I. That's the video I saw. Yeah, like oddish kind of hair band. But it's always good to see him. Yeah. So you've got long hair. You can try something like that. No, no, no. Yeah, to, to sort of tie your hair, <laughs> white hair band, metal like. But he has been doing it for a couple of years now. He wears that very odd band. Right. Yeah. You can pick that up. So MotoGP, uh, nothing happened over the last couple of weeks because the next race is in Italy. Yes. Uh, but uh, MotoGP has kind of turned into a demolition derby. It has. Yes. It it is. I I think you you disagreed on this. I didn't with disagree. Me no, so it episode. wasn't about. It's not just about the sprint races as right. such. I think it's about the kind of riders we have on the grid right now. Okay. uh so every generation brings its own kind of ride a rider who you know uh, brings his style of riding and inspires newer riders you get it right right so like valentino rossi did augustini did right uh marquez did right so marquez brought this very a uh, physical way of riding right, you know yes. crashing into people marco semencelli did that as well but yeah, his, but his I mean, like his, was very his, limited yeah very short lived but marquez brought this style of you know very aggressive riding crashing into people i think the newer generation riders who we have right now on the grid They are following that marquez playbook right and which is why immaterial like we have sprint races or not hmm. I think uh, MotoGP has turned into this demolition derby. People crashing into each other. A lot of riders are right now, you know, injured and injured like and not racing, which yes. is pretty sad. Yes, yes, it is. So I mean, so there hasn't been any racing in between. I think there was one. There has been, but I'm saying like uh, yeah. nothing interesting. Like by the way, in F1, the Italian Grand Prix had to be cancelled because yeah. of. Uh, the floods flooding yeah that's that's too bad i mean like obviously terrible for the the, the people the, there the people and the the area uh, but also like terrible for the racing because that is one hell of a race uh ferrari got I mean, a chance not to ferrari yes like ferrari dodged to... dodged a bullet there <laughs> because like not to embarrass itself in at their home yeah in its own backyard yes so yeah Ferrari dodged a bullet there. I I hope things get better soon because. But we saw videos of Sonoda cleaning the Sonoda streets. Sonoda was yes. But he, he is based out of that place. So the the team is yes. Even he is he stays there. Acha, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. By the way, Sonoda was on fire. Today? Like literally was spitting fire today on team radio. Oh, okay. I mean we <laughs> we know. He was driving well. He was driving well, but he was also spitting fire on the radio. Okay. What about Gasly? Where did he end? Uh, Gasly. Finish, yeah, he he. I think is he is in points. In points. Okay. At, at a decent position. So, Leclerc obviously. Yeah. Uh, 
had a three place penalty yesterday i think i forgot to mention that this was because uh, because he were, he could not move out of the way of norris okay yeah and i think this is entirely on ferrari this is not a, on leclerc not on leclerc yeah like like monaco is a very like sort of complicated and tight track like you cannot possibly have the visibility this right. is on the team right. this is on the team to communicate right uh so that happened he got a three place grid penalty so he started actually lower which is exactly why ocon started third and finished third okay uh, so worked out for ocon he was like dude was elated dude was crazy Obviously. like huh. that's that's expected huh. <laughs> you you remember last year when actually alonso helped him get his uh, first podium uh, yeah what a crazy race it was what a crazy race it was like alonso held off hamilton like one of right, the right, right. like the best racing i think in the in the recent years we have seen remember that race yeah. yeah but anyway uh, i get distracted now today uh, ferrari matlab obviously ट or like the chances of him getting Podium a podium are done like, yeah vaporizing but i mean like he should be thanking ferrari <laughs> yeah because they fucked up uh, science's strategy and science was infuriated okay. like he was literally cursing on the radio mm-hmm. uh, because when, when he was checking the gap he was like you see i suggest i i, I told you we should do this and that like as so anyway yeah so that's why ocon had his podium his podium also i think george russell had a fight with russell i mean he was russell, outperforming hamilton so even today he had good pace here okay even today he but he couldn't like outperform hamilton in this race no he so i was watching he, yesterday's qualifying huh. hamilton throughout the you know qualifying he was almost like getting relegated and all of a sudden in the last very minute qualifying for the next yeah. session and then he i think qualified 6th or 7th right on the grid it has somewhere around that uh, which is pretty cool hmm. no but russell also was was driving well today uh, except russell uh, got a 5 second penalty for i think i think a i think a, a, a issue and unsafe, un- unsafe release yeah release okay. for unsafe release um, so he was actually right behind hamilton he kept, he kept cursing the team that like let me chase ocon let me chase ocon okay yeah uh but i think hamilton he was, was sta- faster than hamilton but hamilton but he was right behind oh, okay. hamilton okay also i think hamilton was obviously saving his pace at that point right and he he started going much like much faster a couple of laps later later stage yeah. okay so but anyway so this guy matlab obviously despite the 5 second penalty his position didn't change i think right. he finished 5th where is the next race i don't know i don't remember yeah. <laughs> i i really don't remember but you were talking about motor gp uh the news we have so far is that motogp bharat motogp is happening right like right. their uh, the track yeah. their, the modifications are happening right now that's what we have heard but <sighs> when are the tickets going to go on that's sale that's the thing like it's september is not too far away right exactly. you need to start selling tickets right now if you want to make it a commercial success like literally at least the ncr should be flooded with holdings and right. ads 
nothing if is happening if they want so to fill up the grandstands and like i think fair uh, f- i forgot the name of the company which is yeah. actually fair or fest or something fair anyway yeah. they they organize this whole ride thing for the 1000 motor moto gp race which was like uh, last last week hmm. that is what they did but Achha. other than that plus also last in the last podcast we were talking about they they hosting yeah, screenings that they were doing but uh, i think it's high time they need to start selling tickets yes, like, like may is like it's done already like, too late we are already recording this on 29th of may so like may is done june july august there like, is still no clarity if it is happening or not there's no clar- like uh, official release that so on validating. their social media they they keep sharing the news articles right not their own statement yeah so i mean i, I think they they feel Okay, maybe the news articles add more validation. Validation, right? Ah, uh, what they don't realize is that news doesn't really have any uh, credentials anymore. Right now, <laughs> uh, like ah, uh, well, and like this is not just an India problem. This is a right. global problem. You can you can just come up with your own statement, uh-huh. which is people will still believe. Right. So yeah, I just hope it happens. Obviously, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, and even with higher ticket prices, like today, someone was like, "Yeah, the ticket prices are going to be like this and that," but that is still cheaper than traveling to another Obviously, country. Yes, yes. Yeah, because you were planning to travel to Malaysia this year mm-hmm. for for last for year. Motorjibi. Last year. Yeah, I mean, last year you last started year to plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, moving on from motorsports, we yeah. want to see this. Moving on now. <laughs> uh, so where do we start? Uh, okay, I think because we just spoke about news, I'm gonna jump to Elon Musk. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> he's always in the news. No, so th- this is something I did not plan to pick up on the podcast. Okay. Uh but I'm gonna So Elon Musk, you got me interested now. <laughs> yeah. So Elon Musk is running Twitter now and I think we spoke about this I'm not sure if in the podcast or not. But him running Twitter has basically started showing his sort of the cracks in his leadership. Right. And the like the deep, I would say psychopathic tendencies he has. There is no other nicer way to put it. The facade is slowly. The facade is, is starting is to show cracking. cracks. <laughs> yes. So uh, now we obviously know Twitter uh, has blue ticks for Twitter blue subscribers, right? And not for actually valid sources, right? And we have, I think I know where you're going. Yeah, you you obviously know, but I, I, it's like because this came. We up, need to talk about it. Yeah, because because the news, the cre- right, credibility right. of news came up, and that's why I wanted to bring this up. Right. This has obviously got nothing to do with mobility or electric but vehicles. But in a way, this, it does. This affects all of us. Right, yes. This affects all of us. So now the problem is, and like this is the first thing we said: that if there are no verified accounts, then. anyone can pay to be verified and this is exactly how disinformation like misinformation okay. spreads yes this is exactly how misinformation spreads and that's exactly what happened couple of days ago right so a bunch of accounts some claiming to be bloomberg business and all all right. with blue ticks and you understand like for someone who doesn't use twitter actively or even for like people who are not looking at every like not validating everything not questioning everything in their life like us right uh they just read something and like fuck this happened right so a bunch of accounts business related accounts so clearly this was targeted at the stock markets right a bunch of accounts pretending to be legit business news portals with blue ticks with blue ticks were tweeting photos of an explosion 
uh, are claiming that this was an explosion near Pentagon. Okay. Yeah. And more details are awaited or something like that. Right. Stuff like that, they, they ran. Right. Like they ran camera, they just random accounts, like multiple accounts over. It could be to affect the stock market, or you know, you know, show how flawed this whole new Twitter system is. Yeah, but I mean, like how elaborate planned it was, and how it is specifically imp- like copied or pretended to be business publications. Could be anyway. I, I think ah, it because, is like yeah, because like. Uh, if if it was just about making a point, stock it could market, be, you know, it, the the effect would be very temporary if something like this happens, right? Yes. I think it's more of like poking, you know, showing what what's happening with you know Twitter okay, right now. Why I say stock market specifically again because it didn't uh, sort of impersonate any uh, any mainstream news or media, right? It they literally just uh, put on like pretended to be business publications and like market news channels okay, okay. yeah that's why i'm saying okay. like there could were be, could very be. specific market specific type news portals right which which were they, they actually pretended to be okay right now now people are uh, talking about so that that was an ai generated image and people are talking about like like the ai like this is ai and like the fake image could be generated but the problem is not with ai <laughs> problem is not with generative right. ai the problem is the asshole was yeah the, the, the problem is with the platform giving a credible tick to anyone right. and people not knowing that the meaning of that tick has changed obviously yes right so like i just just wanted to bring this up and also by the way so of course because news portals news channels they they are desperately rushing for news mm. so one indian channel which we all know we all know republic <laughs> 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 they they actually they actually ran a two minute almost two minute uh, news segment. Did on they get TV. experts? Yes, they did. They, they did get get one strategy expert as okay. well. So the, with literally that one AI generated image, right? They got a strategy expert to talk about how how this is going to impact the world and all and the attacks on Pentagon and everything. Right. Then uh, post that they obviously uh, issued a, like just posted a tweet. Just posted a tweet. We have, we have rolled back our statement. Correct. Yeah. But again, like this is how misinformation starts. So yeah, just just wanted to highlight highlight this. Credibility. There is this no credibility for there credibility is, anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, there there isn't there isn't actually. So what are we going to talk about next? Uh, I think I think we are talking about Tesla, so let's so let's yeah Tesla. stick to Tesla. Yeah. So a lot of Tesla stuff happened. A lot of Tesla. Lot, <laughs> lot. And while this we were talking about fake news, there is a lot of real news, which right. is actually very damaging to Tesla, and rightly so. Uh, so first is obviously just a minor update, which I'm gonna get get uh, out of the way. So Tesla in their uh, recent event, they announced that they're gonna move away from their usage of rare earth metals. Right. Now that means, like they are gonna move away from their typical like the the motors that they have been using right. so far. Right. However, they have not been responding to anyone about what they are moving to. Right. It's just a blanket statement, like blanket statement, like in a couple like of years. No like, proper information to back it. Right. And basically, all the experts they say that any alternate they can move to is gonna be a major compromise. On, on the permanent magnets they're using in the in the motors right but again they're, they're not explaining they're like we'll just get there we'll just get there so right. yeah that's that one quick quick update 
by the way this is the track package i think you mentioned yeah so uh, so when they came out with this tesla model s plaid which was like 2 and a half years back 2020 yes yeah so it is their flagship absolute flagship model right they they said that what it, a yoke yeah before the whole roadster generation 2 comes in it it is a car which you can buy for like what 200000 and it can beat pretty much any supercar I see engine Sorry I'll cut you in when was the roadster supposed to come out I don't know some 2019 18 yes and yes. people actually paid 65 grand for that yes, if you remember right exactly yeah. sorry because there. you mentioned that it immediately came up plus uh, there is this guy called Marcus Brownlee who has his pretty famous MKBHD, on, yes yeah, uh, yeah, I YouTube, keep following right? his tech stuff uh he paid 65 grand oh acha i didn't know that uh, he is one of those vocal people who have been saying like i yeah. paid this money where is my car right okay and a uh, couple of day weeks back i think tesla said that again this year they're not going to come up with the roadster they also elon musk was posting uh, photos of a roads cyber roadster or something like that okay that's yeah, that one guy who is trying to build I think you're talking about that. No, 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 no. He was cyber roadster. Ah, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna pull up my phone now and like open Elon Musk's uh, Twitter. I mean, there is this guy who has been trying to build one out of a Model Y or three, something like that. Oh no. Okay. So I yeah, cyber roadster concept. Oh okay. This yeah, is I'm, not that. Yeah, I've opened up Elon Musk's account. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this is a Looney Tune guy. Anyway, so Broadster is not coming this year. Hmm. So he said that like Model S Plaid, and if you remember, he also promised a Model S Plaid Plus. Plaid Plus. Plaid Plus, which was even more powerful. And then he said like, oh, okay. okay, I didn't know. Yeah. So there was another one which was like, which promised even better performance. Hmm. And he was like, I don't think so. You need more performance. So just make do with Plaid. Okay. So yeah. I I know I I knew of like three versions that there was S then S plus I think which was like long range right and there was the Plaid yeah. Plaid was basically high performance right yeah three but motor, with lesser range than the long range yeah three motor tri motor whatever right but there was also Plaid plus which was which had even more performance but okay. he never came up with the plus because he said like right already yeah. Plaid has enough power right and then he said like uh, this has supercar beating perf- performance numbers and everything right. uh and he also promised a track package right yes a track package which will add you know hardware to support the car hmm. if you want to take it to a race track right and just like elon musk what he does he did not come through with his promise for a long time right right as expected now like he has the, like actually the cyber finally like the roadster yeah launched the track package some 25 30 grand dollars us dollars okay which, on top of the plan yeah, so it unlocks 200 mile, miles per hour that speed top speed okay it adds ceramic carbon ceramic brakes and things like that much needed i think yeah if you remember uh, last year there was this incident where a youtuber actually crashed his model s i think it was plaid hmm. it was a 140 mile per hour crash oh fuck yeah where uh, i don't remember the track because Achha, it, it was on a track right it was on a oh, race track but the crash happened just because the brake fluid boiled right which is yeah, because expected because it's so heavy right so heavy and like pretty normal braking hardware 
yeah i'm just talking about the fluid right just yeah, so if we only talk about the fluid as well yeah i'm, I'm so saying heavy in general that, the overall braking hardware is fairly mm-hmm. right like normal and it's not like supercar like this is supercar performance and like the braking hardware is not supercar mm-hmm. level right supercars are generally what 14 1500 kilos and this yeah. you're talking about a car which is like 2200 kilos 2300 kilos exactly it makes a lot of difference and still with the braking equipment of a family sedan like mm. performance family sedan but still right, yeah. right 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 finally this brake package adds carbon ceramic ceramic brakes and things like that right but anyway yeah so cool how, how many years late two years that is still like good in tesla terms <laughs> <laughs> but the roadster is still nowhere to be seen yeah I, I, you remember the show silicon valley yeah i do uh i think silicon valley ended in 2019 yeah 2019 right so before covid like so yeah the so last season of that show in the beginning of that the last season of, season of that show had the a reference to tesla roadster <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like the Dinesh is trying to get a. Yeah. Twenty nineteen was the year I think they promised like roadster is gonna come. Right. Be delivered. Twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. But yeah, I, I distinctly remember that Dinesh is trying to find something better than Model S, <laughs> and like the the Tesla lady to tells her about the roadster. Right. But then he finds out he'll have to place a deposit and wait. Yeah. Eighty some sixty five grand yeah. or seventy. So dude, dude, dude is still waiting. <laughs> the, the show Even got the over. Even the cyber truck is nowhere to be seen. Right. Yeah. Remember that. There, there have like been some spottings though. Uh, yeah, some very very odd changes, but again, we don't know when it's coming. Right, right. But the bigger bigger Tesla news is the leak. You know about that? Yeah, I think you you told me about it, but yeah. Okay. I don't have much information about so, it. So a whistle blower has leaked. Uh, the entire bunch of autopilot related complaints okay to all of them all of them apparently it seems okay. like all yeah. of them but, but like a large bunch of them to a german publication okay yeah so i mean like the, and the this happened recently this happened very recently yes okay now that leak also includes the the customer information so that publication has actually so i would very much say the name of the publications but i would make a disaster of it because that's a very very stereotypical but you german can try. you can try no, i i'll not going to i'll not try <laughs> i uh, think you learned german in your school no i just know guten morgen <laughs> and danke 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 <laughs> okay see, see see that even that i didn't learn properly so yeah uh now they have also validated by calling a lot of these customers because the, oh, okay. the leak had customer data and they, so they the publication these people yeah, yeah so i mean ratifying the data that was leaked yeah i mean they, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah they, they which could, is pretty good right? yeah they could validate no unlike republic <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. right um, so i mean it's nothing new i would say we all knew about it yeah i mean like so we heard about isolated incidents where like autopilot basically put people in failing putting people slide phantom phantom breaking to is a very commonly known issue right. right and like people have been ranting on twitter right uh, that has been there crashing into parked cars parked cars motorcyclists particularly right a lot of motorcyclists and like But this leak has basically leak. come up with everything that has happened. Everything, yes. Okay. So and a couple of other things. So so like some of the narratives I uh, like that were quoted in the article. Hmm. Uh, so one guy says obviously the car braked randomly 
okay. and they they barely got out one doctor i think somewhere in california she says ke her car actually accelerated to the speed it was set at and drove into a concrete barrier oh my god yeah which i'm just saying ki even if someone is driving a car with adas is supposed to stop yeah. yeah so even if you're trying to blame the customer that's that that that's not like right. can't be excused obviously yes yeah, can't be excused even if it is not under autopilot right. uh, another customer says that his car phantom braked and he got rear ended pretty bad okay yeah so lot of such incidents which again have come out in isolation some of them picked traction and that's why we could like these hear news about them. kept coming intermittently, intermittently right? yes. so there wasn't a lot of pressure which was on tesla i hope this right. puts some pressure yes exactly because nhtsa has like sort of not touched them right so far simply there have been some investigations some ongoing investigations because of no like those, those those were very region specific those were i think primarily california Okay, and NHTSA yes, they were looking into something, but it was I think not. Germany was also you know they also pulled Germany up and Tesla. I mean, yeah, the problem with Germany is that whatever they do, uh, they it's tainted. <laughs> because of the diesel. No, 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 not because of the diesel gate. I'm just saying that like see, see uh, how's it tainted? It's tainted simply because Germany, a, a like very large chunk of Germany's economy relies on their auto industry, right. and Tesla is threatening threatening their auto industry. so okay. that way like i'm just saying like people get away with the simple argument ki like they are simply saying this because that yes you can say that but uh, germany no. has this rule no that no, you no. Ha- if you advertise something you have to i i agree i agree i'm just saying like if you're trying to convince the masses the argument germany is making will not convince that's what i'm saying mm, okay huh? okay correct or, not, of, correct or not correct yeah, or not correct yeah, or not i'm, I'm, I'm not i'm it. not questioning I'm not questioning their what they are saying. Mm. I'm simply saying that it 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 will not convince the world probably for this reason. Okay. Yeah. One way of looking at it. And yeah, it. like we know, okay, like it was not just uh, Audi or Volkswagen's diesel gate. It was literally the entire German auto industry scamming on diesel. There were other countries involved as well, like there France were, was. There was there was UK ha, was whole whole of Europe involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm. You can't put it on just. Germany just because you know yeah. Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was the biggest. Yeah, yeah. that was the biggest. So nevertheless, nevertheless. So, so, so it's, but it's, Tesla has been pulled up, uh, but it still is blatantly you know. Uh, how do I say? We have been talking about it like Tesla is uh, using people as guinea pigs. Test dummies, yeah. Test dummies, yeah. And somehow it's not you know uh, what do you say? like i mean like nothing is actually happening, happening yeah. right? so also it gets worse there is no accountability on tesla nobody is trying to do that yeah so hopefully this will get attention of nhtsa but also this gets worse Apparently, when did this news come out like uh, why haven't i read about it i think this, this came out today only okay. to, like no, not today but like like friday only okay. and we are recording this on a sunday but yeah it's a big thing right it's, it's a very big thing i'm i'm surprised there has been more in fact i i this this news uh, i i didn't actually came across uh, come across this news okay like one of our common friends who i was riding with yesterday he mentioned it when when something related to tesla came up which was a very unlikely source for this news <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah. 
But yeah. somehow I've not. I haven't come across this. Even I didn't. I Even didn't, I didn't. But but in it. general, on weekend, I, I sort of filter out what I consume. Like in general, I'm not consuming okay. much, and this came out on Friday only. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, but it's high time, right? Yeah. For so many years, Tesla has been shortchanging its customers. Yes. Putting uh, their lives at risk. True. You know, charging extra money for it, and they have not charging extra money for full self driving, which with a star they say is not full self driving. Right. Uh, but again, this is not the worst part of it. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> there is more to it. Yes, there is more to it. So apparently, uh, the employees had been directed to not respond to customers in not written. Not respond. Okay. Uh, in written. Okay. So the directions to them was that do not write, or do not mail, and do not leave voicemails. Okay. So anything that is on record, do not do that unless there are lawyers involved. Oh my god! This is the like the 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 directions that that were that were given to the Tesla employees to deal with such complaints. Crazy, right? Yeah. In fact, uh, so some people who actually received written responses. Hmm. were the like, generic they were fairly blaming blame the victim customer, type right. blame the customer those kind of responses so this is a very big deal and i i really hope something happens but I, I i don't think any of the mainstream automotive uh, publications have picked this up i haven't read it anywhere i have so, so so crazy in fact even i like what, what i found was in one of the i mean major but like one of the major us mainstream news publications uh, la times okay yeah la times is right, right, big, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that plus couple of others as well matlab i could see the articles so yeah i mean this this is picked up by a lot of mainstream but i'm surprised uh, the auto media has that's what i'm saying like yeah. no, no because typically auto media you and i both are following very actively right and they should have picked it up yeah crazy So yes, this is. Uh, we are talking about Tesla. I think uh, a lot of people must have read about this news where three Tesla Roadster Generation One models were found in China, stored in a uh, container. Huh? Yeah. This is odd. Like so, zero, the original Roadster. Or obviously, can't be the second. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they were like what, ten, eleven years old. Okay. Yeah, uh, they were stored in a container. The owner actually. bought them but never used them and just left them in container in the container itself i want to be that rich even i want to be that rich yeah <laughs> uh ditch them but there is this company in us which basically uh fixes old roadsters right so, oh, so there is a oh shit there's so a they're like the singer for roadsters Okay, this is actually basically dissing singer, but anyway, yeah. so they fix the, the the batteries and things like that. I mean, I don't know any other company doing restaurant singer. The only one I could think of. So, okay, anyway, so it was found in China. Yeah. Uh, these cars are now back to their. Uh, they're going back to the US. Okay, so they started in US and they're they're going ending back. up back in US. Okay, cool. but zero miles, never used plastic packaging, still there. Things like that. Right. Uh, it is. in a way you know modern barn find if you think of it right and right. it it will make you question right but in in the future the barn finds are going to be electric cars and they will be so different than the their ic counterparts right yeah but won't they be immediately running which one like the the barn finds of the future because no. like 
with with icy engine cars like the fluids and all and everything like everything starts to dot but no it, it, rather you know the battery if you oh shit yeah ahead. makes sense if you, if you don't charge it for like so many years no, then no, the discharge i entirely forgot the very central element to an electric car that is the battery the battery right yeah. and the interesting thing is like uh, people are ready to spend a, like a million dollar or more for the, these three cars right they are really yeah there are they are rare but they are not really desirable a b uh the battery is pretty much like 70% of the cost right yeah 70% yeah, of the cost pretty much yes uh in all probability the battery pack would need changing right so the like, roadster right are they even like making those battery packs anymore battery pack you can make right you can auto market it's it's yeah, not a very yeah, difficult but, thing to do that right yeah but still that's like but would you want to do that rebuilding the entire car right? and a million dollar like 330000 dollars for one of those roadsters beat brand new it yeah. was not even desirable back then yeah it wasn't beat rare let's presume that they are rare but they're not they desirable collectible they weren't very rare either they were rare Yeah I mean like they I were mean, limited to run but I'm just saying 2000 3000 units at max they built right right, uh, right so they are rare but I don't think they're desirable <laughs> right but, but, but again I'm I'm saying like the future barn finds are going to be electric cars and which is very odd right and they'll not be desirable do you think so imagine finding a remats uh, nevera uh, an old one never used things like that I, I would you would it be desirable okay i mean the only reason anything in future like any of these cars might be uh, desirable is just the limited numbers right because there is nothing else you can say about character or anything or exactly, like any right. any kind of new in, or or maybe so so that is one part of it this other i think is ke, like the ones that bring in something new mm-hmm. like a certain style a certain type a certain new technology so the reason like, i'm so saying the, is like the desirability is uh, the uh, you cannot replicate them right that is how they are desirable so i mean it's not just about replicate yeah i, I mean i, I, I what I, i'm I, trying to say is huh. imagine this no i i see your point ferrari 250 gto right right replicating i'm not saying that you're making another you know replica of it i'm saying other ferraris of that time or other car companies hmm. were not able to make that kind of engine that character right no so that's the thing exactly what i'm saying electric cars is the body shell you it's very easy to make but underneath what you have is pretty much very similar to other car companies they're making right now right i agree or it will be replicated by other car companies in the future very in, in the future yes so that's exactly what i'm saying either limited numbers or the cars that actually introduce something new right so i think the roadster is desirable the the generation 1 you said obviously uh-huh. <laughs> the roadster is desirable simply because it was sort of the first tesla and like sort of the first performance ish electric right and that's why it is desirable i think we'll see something similar in the it's future it's still not desirable because what i'm saying is there are already uh, examples that are running right yeah yeah absolutely. and you people don't spend more than 50 60000 i actually did a post on it and right. i tried searching like people selling them right uh, 60 grand is the maximum value where people are right now which is pretty much what it was for new yeah uh, i 
why would you spend money on that? It was no, but I'm, like I'm saying, like this is the only other reason I see uh, for for any of it to be of any value. Right. Like say a certain kind of. But a million dollars for those three girls is. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, but a lot of shit doesn't make sense. But as long as there is someone paying for it, cool. <laughs> what so, next? I think uh, Tesla. We're done. The topic is done, right? We're, we're done. We're done. What next? Uh, okay. Before we move move on to the you know the new launches, let's talk about other topics. Okay. Uh, the, uh, you want to talk about the new launches? So no, I'm, I'm I'm like since we are obviously on electric cars, I'm gonna talk about what Ford has been doing. Ford has been doing anything except of selling F one fifties. Yeah. So I think you are slightly surprised at. I the, was. Uh, I knew that it is the best pickup truck best selling pickup truck yeah. not best pickup truck okay sorry add context i think for the audience so we were talking about like uh, the 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 best selling cars in each country right so we were talking about india we were talking about uk we were talking about netherlands we were talking about scandinavian countries where obviously tesla is doing very well but i did not expect f150 to be the best selling car in the us and canada and canada obviously yeah uh, i was expecting honda accord or some some other sedan to be the best selling by the way if you look at other countries hilux eats everything else for breakfast yeah. hilux is Obviously. the best selling car best selling can't call it a car yeah. best selling vehicle in like yeah. Yeah, 10 12 countries right probably more right i mean 10 12 we know of mm-hmm. yeah in india by the way the best selling car you know right wagner yes <laughs> what a fucking sad <laughs> Anyway, so we're talking about USA. Yeah. So F one fifty is the best selling car there. Imagine. So, uh, you know that USA is the third most populous country in the world. Right. It's not a small country in terms of just just like it's it's a big country by land. Right. But it's also it a big country by its population around four hundred five hundred million people. Right. Three fifty million, I think. Okay, four hundred. Anyway, anyway. F one fifty is the best selling car. There, imagine they are lecturing people. The country is lecturing people about you know ecological balance, things like that, <laughs> carbon right. footprint and all. And F one fifty is the best selling car there. So um, part of it is obviously like the, part of it is all, all on the regulations. Yeah. On how. So it's on the country, no? Yeah, it's on the country. Yes. So uh, building on your point. I think this is why I see the point in when when like the developing countries refuse to follow the the carbon emission guidelines set by set countries by, like US set and by not 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 US specifically but yes driven very much by US and set by global bodies right and I sort of see why I mean like I'm not saying we should not all strive to be cleaner. We right. obviously you, I, and people around us, we consciously try in the choices we make. But like a certain like US made terrible choices with cars. Like like we they've had decades. Forever. They've had decades of cars with like seven liter, eight liter engines. V eight engines. Yeah, that could make less power than what we drive day to day. For decades, like for decades, for, for, for half a century yeah. more than that. When rest of the world was developing. Right. Right. So, like, they have had a head start on to arrive where they are. Right. And when they actually go out and try to define an outline for others, they are basically, I mean, like, both ways to look at it. I'm playing devil's advocate here, mm-hmm. but like, one of the ways to look at it is simply that, like, yes, we have developed. You are probably a decade or so behind. Right. 
बट स्टे देयर राइट दॉर्ट ऑफ ऑल्सो द मैसेज के लिए बट हैरिट बीन लाइक यूएस हैज ऑलरेडी सॉर्टेड इट्स यू नो मैस इट स्टिल हैजेंट सॉर्टेड इट्स मैस राइट स्टिल I get it. The the newer engines are much more frugal. No, that that's still but budget, still yeah. right. Huh. You don't need an F. Every person in the US doesn't need that an F. That is is still over two hundred and fifty grams per kilometer. Right. That is two point five to three times. You were talking about it, right? It's, that is the definition of excess. Right. Like even if it is an electric car, it is still it the impact on. I'm glad you brought up the Hummer EV. Okay. Because Ford CEO. he very recently said that the battery sizes that we are seeing right now are ridiculous they're unsustainable is, there is no fucking way that is sustainable mm. not the exact words obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he's saying we are striving for better range but not by bigger batteries right and that's the objective we are still gonna always stay in the rational reasonable range of battery sizes and range right and not just for the heck of numbers we're not gonna go out and be claiming 600 miles range right because that's not something we'll do and that's not something sustainable either for the environment or for the for any company financially right and i think it's a i think thing. he's a sensible man right right obviously yes <laughs> i think i mean and i'm surprised someone from like the auto industry from one of the leading brands said something like this right like like right now right. you would expect such such statements couple of years down the line mm-hmm. because right now it's sort of an or a smaller case. company to say that you know a smaller company for a konigsegg or for a remark right. to say that it's perfectly fine but yeah i'm i'm surprised and impressed that this guy said something like this because right. right now the the objective is to drive adoption and long range helps right and everyone is doing long that long range uh, performance numbers for that you know right. they have they just performance numbers i agree uh, but yeah but long range also does that but that's also a performance number in a way right right right, right yeah True. for that they are just just you know fitting in bigger yeah. batteries also it sort of like... compensates for the the lack of ev charging network that is right. still developing in many parts of the world it is yeah i mean like also us as well but we are yeah. in india everywhere so yeah, it compensates for that but gradually we'll obviously have to move towards a, a more sensible mm-hmm. choice and not just basically go like this is the biggest battery we can put right yeah i think with, with that we'll also see a transition to uh, the power consumption per kilometer like a, that is something we need yes yes it's a such a shitty thing that it hasn't happened as of yet yeah everyone just goes out and claims range range yeah rather than shit yeah. thing to you know follow right so this is basically like saying my car has a 55 liter tank right yeah, that matter, that doesn't right? mean shit right that doesn't mean shit then for ic engines yeah. we are going with like kilometers per liter then exactly. why not like electric exactly cars? and same is needed in that um, anyway what next you know faraday future Ah, uh, almost not. <laughs> <laughs> They're a public company, by the way. I know, yeah. but uh, they haven't been doing much for the last several years. Yeah, they, their car was supposed to come out. Yeah. Didn't ever. So what now? Like, did they finally come up with anything? Yes, a new fad. Don't tell me AI. Obviously, AI. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, what what is the uh, like like the most talked about stuff related to AI these days? Like the past month or so. Generative text, what? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. So, I was just throwing in random, you know. I mean that that's literally, that's literally the most popular thing. There are already communities around generative AI. People yeah, are experimenting. Yeah. We are also experimenting with a lot of stuff uh-huh. uh, with generative AI. But yeah, so Faraday Future also just decided they'll they'll include they send out a press release saying they're using generative AI technologies like uh, for what? It doesn't say. <laughs> this is just plastered that. Yes. That that. Key, key, what a keyword. Yes. Now you would expect people will see through this bullshit. Yeah, obviously. The stock went up six percent. So you know. So the the, the press release was just like the, we are going to use generative AI. Yes. That's it. I mean, it it had other phrases, but whether it was just nothing like, substantial, nothing substantial, nothing ex- like yeah, no clear use cases or no anything, just random. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I think I think for our podcast as well, we need to put in like some some AI stuff. No, maybe, so all maybe, of, maybe that will promote us. So whatever I'm talking is actually generated by GPT four. <laughs> yeah, you should write it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking any of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna insert the keyword GPT four, GPT four multiple times in the episode <laughs> description. This is gonna be the most fucking popular episode we ever Finally, have. Finally, we'll start making some money. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like about. Maybe time. we can go. Uh, you know, the IPO way. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what right. So yeah, but uh, but like yeah, generative AI is interesting. See, it is obviously. Uh, so, but not you know for the sense of milking. Right. This, this so you trend. Remember, right. You remember, uh, and this has been. I I think we spoke about this seven eight episodes ago, probably longer. Uh, that Bentley was working with a company to introduce generated music in their cars. Yeah. Right. Now that was very interesting. Yeah. So I tried couple of systems like that. Okay. Very impressive. Right. And now Google also has a music LM. Hmm. So I mean I'm just like talking about this to sort of express how quickly what feels like wow turns into mainstream. Right. Like because. Just like probably six eight months ago, we we're like, "Wow, Bentley is doing this. Right. That it is gonna compose music for you while on the go, right. based on how you are driving and like what your mood is." Right. And like now, Google with Music LM is actually providing everyone the control. Right. On they can simply describe a music, right. and it is gonna compose that. Right. And even before that, so I was speaking to a, a friend of mine who is into music production. Mm-hmm. and apparently he is you already using like even before google lm which is a limited access right now uh he is using chat gpt mm-hmm. to actually write the midi code <laughs> and use that for backing music for his guitar um, so and like again I, i'll reinforce that like within a matter of 6 months how much yes it has gone from you know yeah. being a novelty to novelty in a bentley people are actually using to actually yes like some guy who's right. not even in this space who doesn't even like work on ai technology mm-hmm. or anything that doesn't even work in the tech industry is actually using it to write the the background music for his guitar crazy yeah i mean like it, it's just mind boggling so i mean like obviously this is one one very interesting case of right. ai the other obviously being self driving cars which mm. i think are not doing very well it's going nowhere it's going nowhere actually 
the reason why i said this was do you remember uh, over the last couple of weeks we have been sharing couple of memes we share a lot of memes no no specifically about driverless cars and things like that again we still share uh, a lot of memes <laughs> we have you that's what we do yeah Uh, remember that uh, the one which i sent a couple of weeks back where uh, cops had to move but there was a waymo car in the way and there were people sitting inside the car saying like we are not driving it <laughs> so this, I, yeah i remember two different ones i think in one i sent a couple of them but this one yeah. was like in one case the car was pulled over the cop walked to the car and then the car just drove off right yeah, yeah that's <laughs> one and there, uh, there was another one i think you shared with which the cop car is coming from opposite right, of the right. car right that's what i'm saying this one yeah. so it, like, again the car evaded the, the, the people inside were like like we are not driving it like how do you go about it yeah so and i mean like this i mean these memes are funny but there yeah. are yeah, these bigger are, issues these are funny till the time the cop car is actually not, not responding to some not responding very, to some emergency, emergency and right. is like not driving around with the sirens and like lights on right they're just like cruising about then it is still funny right uh but actually th- there is a-, a very real issue and i think there was a jalopnik article i was reading which okay. which uh, narrated a lot of incidents so this has been happening a lot this has been happening a lot and not just with police so apparently in in san francisco there is a very obvious issue of emergency responders facing issues with uh, like the driverless cars okay so two specific incidents i remember uh, from that article i mean there were others mentioned as well two very specific incidents i remember in one case uh, a fire truck and again among the emergency responders i think the fire truck an ambulance the high, no like ambulance could still very well be going to attend one person right. if a fire truck is going to attend somewhere there is literally a building on fire and uh, like a lot of lives are stake at stake so okay. that we are saying like the fire truck takes higher priority followed by ambulance followed by police in, right, in my right, head right, right, in right. my head that's what i make sense right. yeah because uh-huh. fire truck is in all in all, all likelihood a fire truck yeah, is going right. to save the most lives right that's right. the that's a probability so anyway so a fire truck uh, was trying to go through a narrow lane which was actually not suitable for two uh, vehicles to cross each other okay and uh, a waymo vehicle continued to drive towards the fire truck and stopped went 10 feet away from the vehicle on like facing the, facing the fire truck and then just stopped blocked easily. yeah and the guy who was inside the car the uh, like whoever was overseeing it could not do anything right and then the fire truck while responding to emergency had act, like had to reverse out of that lane find an alternate route and then go crazy huh? yeah so literally trying to kill people Another incident was uh, when a Waymo car so when a fire truck was on the scene okay and the firefighters were actually dealing with uh, a fire and uh, a Waymo car kept driving again and again and again towards that exact site okay yeah to cross that site and like the so this quoted the the firemen as well Okay. And one of them had said that I was afraid the the car is either gonna crash into us or the the fire truck. I mean, probably that that would not 
have happened but his other concern was that it might drive over the the pipes we like we had right, and right, block right. block the supply right so kareke first i i tried to block the car and there is no way to stop it no right. there is no override to it no so he found a override <laughs> okay so he said the, the old school way yeah very old school so he said that i first try to block block the car then i i try to like just tap on the hood and everything mm-hmm. and then when i then i, sma- I smashed the window of the car and then the car stopped Oh, yeah. I thought he overturned the car. No, no, that would have been very extreme. But yeah, he said he smashed the window and then the car stopped moving. Okay. But yeah, I mean, like this, it is a serious problem, no? And you would expect the people who are in the car to sort of oversee. They would have control for these situations. For us, yes. Right. I mean, honestly, until now, I was under the impression that they have an override. they should otherwise why should be there yeah what's the point of their existence then like in the inside the car what what are they doing even if they don't Crazy. have an override like they just maybe have i'm i mean the developers who are developing the software for it they must have thought about such situations right yeah i'm sure but matlab again it it comes down to what what, what control are you giving to the person on right. ground right because if they cannot actually stop a car right like what what really is happening here and this this is actually like very very scary i mean like the police thing that that we kept sharing back and forth that was just funny but this is actually very very scary right yeah so i mean i don't i don't know what what the future is but like we were supposed to have driverless cars by 2020 then 2022 if elon musk is to be believed no like waymo and uber and many others They, they, yeah, Uber inflated its entire market cap on that. Right. Oh, by the way, because I mean I brought up Uber, but yeah, <laughs> I'm watching this show Super Pumped. Okay. Uh, which is basically uh, a sort of a biopic on Travis Kalanick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is on Netflix. This is on Geo Cinema. <laughs> okay. This is actually a Showtime uh, show. So honestly, I, I'm not recommending the show as such. because uh, the story is way more chaotic and way more fucked up than what is sort of showed here plus the the direction and the screenplay is actually very poor okay but yeah i mean like so brought it up because brought it up because uber okay. uber i mean and still like even though it's not the best version of uh, storytelling it still sort of shows how uber like started off as a, a bully and continued to be that and still right. continues to be so right, right right and like the the toxicity inside the company as well as in like their general approach like nothing of, has improved in that way yeah i mean like now obviously uh, with the new ceo things are less toxic but still like but yeah I the mean, the problem has not been fixed i mean yeah it can't really replace everyone Right, right. Overnight, so yeah. So I mean, I just Uber brought... made some very tall, tall you know, claims. Tall claims and terrible choices, Choice. and like tried to yeah surveillance and everything. You know that right, right? in yeah. the early days, and yeah, yeah. they they surveilled uh like so those government government employees and all who were trying to contain Uber because right. of operating right. unregulated. Right. They 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 actually. Uh, illegally tapped their yeah, yeah. customers and all so yeah uber is uber was i don't know 
And let's now talk about the new launches or you have anything else? Yeah, I think let's let's move on to the new launches. Yeah, let's let's finish this episode by talking about them. Cool. Okay. What has been an interesting launch? I think let's you? talk about Jimny first. Yeah, I, rather than okay. anything else. I was gonna jump on that first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then jump. No, no. I, I'm saying like um, among the topics that was my pick. That was gonna be a lot of auto journals who got to drive the car tried jumping the car. Oh yeah, that that too. That too. If you <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So we have talked about it. <clears throat> it's not that we are talking about Jimny for the first time on this podcast, but uh, and we have already said it's an interesting car. It is absolutely is. You know, so but our friends who are in this industry got to drive drive it. Right. Uh, we haven't, but uh, I think it looks like a promising car. In 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 a, in a lineup in a very shitty lineup of. Suzuki Suzuki Maruti Suzuki cars right yeah and uh, i think the the price i mean if 7th of june, uh, 7th I, of june. i hope uh, this episode is goes on air before that <laughs> yeah uh, so had we recorded this episode on friday as we originally on thursday as we originally planned to it would have been out by then but now because no but still we you have more than a week yeah but like i i, I typically i'm able to find time to do such stuff on weekend now ha so there is a weekend before that right so yeah that that's the only hope if if i am not nevertheless able, nevertheless uh, yeah, we're getting getting distracted yeah, yeah jimny looks tempting uh, the pricing should be out. what do you think uh, should be the sweet spot for so, as far as the pricing goes okay i mean like uh, i would happily pay i think about Thirteen and a half. You're talking on road or on road. I'm talking on road. Okay. Like, no point talking ex showroom price. Absolutely. That's not what you're paying. Um, I mean, I would pay thirteen, thirteen and a half for the top end automatic. Right. Not more than that. Thirteen and a fourteen makes sense. Thirteen and a half. Not more than that because, like, so again, I even though I understand that there is no absolute direct comparison to the car. But you still start drawing some parallels to what else you can buy in Thar. Obviously, Thar, right? I'm not just saying Thar. I'm just saying. I am saying Thar. Ha, Thar. To oh, immediately, people will ha. compare it with the Thar. Like, right? like a, a petrol Thar, which is uh, way more powerful. The gearbox, I think, should be better. Gearbox. I mean, at this least has more gear. At least has more gears. Yeah. Better. Or I have driven the uh, automatic petrol automatic Thar, and it's yes, actually it, pretty it, good. You know, I have. It is good. It yeah. is actually good. The engine, nothing to complain about. Engine has a lot of power. Fuel efficiency is something to complain about. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. two point two, right? Thar, two, two. Two, two. Petrol is two. Petrol. Diesel is two point two. Right. Yeah. So. And that you can this buy for K- about this has K fifteen engine, so which K-15 is one point five and uh, naturally aspirated. Yeah, good engine. So nothing to write home about, but decent engine. Yeah, decent engine, reliable. It doesn't have too 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 much power, but the Jimny is not very heavy. Yeah, I mean, like so again, it is like the successor of Gypsy. Gypsy, right. and uh, the Gypsy was also sort of underpowered, but very light. But light, and the idea was again like. lightweight of roader which can like sort of go anywhere right and not one of those gigantic uh of roaders that actually damages any terrain it goes on <laughs> i think it's a pretty good car uh, but, i think I, uh, if if they price it if they are able to price it below 13 
I think Maruti Suzuki would have done a very good job. So they claim they have thirty thousand uh, bookings for the car already, but again, uh, that number rarely means anything simply because uh, these are all like fully refundable bookings. Right. A lot of people, a lot of have done that. Yeah, put in their money. Yeah, I mean, them. like even I put down money for Ola and all. So, yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless, I think it's a it's it's something. I sorry I just realized I have not re- received the refund on the booking amount I placed for a bounce scooter how much did you pay 500 oh, okay yeah so I I need to poke them again for the refund it it might have paid for our meal <laughs> I could have yes it could have <laughs> could have paid for a, a decent meal but yeah jimny is something you can look forward to but I, I think I think I want to drive it take it to the trail where we please please buy jimny i'm not doing it i can't i can't afford to buy a new car already uh, you please buy jimny so that i can borrow it man no you already have a collection of motorcycles might as well have a collection of cars now no no dude no car move out of, outside your house my pitch a tent my my <laughs> my car is not paid off i'm i'm still paying uh, the yeah, rich guy <laughs> i'm i'm still paying still paying the installments on that no, i'm i'm very frankly speaking i'm not looking actually looking forward to buy a jimny but you were considering the thar really. i was i was also cons- considering a jimny but then i thought like uh it doesn't add to any kind of practicality yeah but I mean, when i was looking for a car you were suggesting that i should not try to be practical because you were buying <laughs> it was not my money <laughs> wow wow no but honestly uh, like no, i was actually uh, if, if i didn't have a so car, i told you right thar it was not my decision or my interest yeah, so my mom had a preference right, right so my mom doesn't know about jimny uh, if she does you know somehow she finds out she might be cool i'll visit your place next weekend <laughs> but jimny i am not actually looking forward to i am actually looking for a used Eco Sport, you know that I right. hated crossovers forever, but I think somehow it fits the bill right now. <laughs> Practically, I swallow my pride and I buy a crossover. <laughs> yeah, keep I myself mean, in the nuts. <laughs> no, no, again, like crossovers are are not a problem. Uh, again, you you know that even my bigger problem is with crossovers being sold as SUVs and then people doing stupid. And I have them. a problem with crossovers, and but the thing I, uh, I bought a sedan so clearly. Yeah, I would have bought a sedan, but for me, my mom is getting. No, no, I understand. I and totally Eco understand. Sport is a good car, and since Ford is now not in India, you can grab one for a for pretty cheap. Honestly, they're still not going pretty cheap. They're still holding their value no, very actually, well. No, actually, no, no, they're not. Uh, even Aspire and these cars are not holding. No, value. Aspire. And, uh, I, the only car which is holding value Endeavor. is Endeavor, Endeavor which is, is understandable. No. Yeah. So even EcoSport, I am honestly like considering the prices of new and like the what what I'm seeing in the used market, they are still doing. That's what they're quoting, but they're not selling for that much. Okay. The, anyway, there's a lot of unsold inventory there. Yeah. I mean, anyway. So Jimny, yeah, Jimny. Uh, I wish I had the money to buy it as a second car, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I even I wish so. A good, good toy. It is. I'm hoping. in some one in our friends group it's that that's that's certainly happening it's a good car no? that's certainly happening i'm i'm pretty sure we're going to see a, a bunch of them in our circles uh, i'm looking forward to drive it yeah yeah so yeah that's jimny but another interesting car that was launched in india uh recently was the mg comet yes return of the pods yes so mg comet initially i obviously laughed 
you laughed i laughed off the car because uh, i did, so till the time the price was announced and you were expecting it to be priced higher i was expecting it to be priced higher yes okay and then i thought like because before the price was announced i expected it to be priced higher than the tiago ev what were you expecting it to be i was expecting it to be like 9ish 9 or so okay yeah and my simple thought was ki like people are not going to choose something like funky and uh, sort of seemingly small yeah it's not small it's not as small that's as it looks that's why i said seemingly small yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that right word to use <laughs> yeah and uh, so until i i actually saw a friend's photo with a car and i realized it's actually not as small yes uh, also when the price was announced so because again my my, my, my in, in my head it was like if, if it is going to roll out for like 9 ish or so and if it is going to be just a very basic city car i understand obviously a low end ev is going to be a city car only hmm. uh but still like some range and uh, like sort of some space would be nice at least like you can buy in your weekly grocery right so that was that but when the price was announced i was like okay okay at least this, this undercuts the the tiago yeah, yeah. which was good and also then i realized that the space was actually not compromised it is not yeah. and the build quality is also pretty good it's yeah. impressive right so that that's when saying okay yeah. so then i i i could see the point and now i I'm I'm actually looking forward to driving one and I think this makes a lot of sense for people uh, as a second car it does ha uh, in fact just one of my colleagues he's actually looking uh, for a small EV city for city for a, for a city runabout yeah, because yeah. he drives a truck otherwise uh so that's where I I like I I see the sense for this car yeah, absolutely yeah so yeah interesting car it is but uh, somehow i don't see it doing well in india it that's my probably perception. would not because it looks and, so small and it's yeah and it's sad i think it should have done well but it should have you're already assuming it is failed <laughs> i am actually assuming <laughs> <laughs> by saying should have you're already assuming uh, yeah but it, it would not but and also because uh, there is a space on the inside there is space for all functional reasons but it is still like small it's not just seemingly small like, like it is it, small. it is small yeah yeah so that is not going to work in its favor yeah but i'm i'm happy to be like sort of yeah, i'm going to drive it yeah by the way we saw like the cars we didn't get to drive i think we were regretting x40 recharge xc40 recharge uh and the i4 acha i4 pair I wanted to drive the i4. Right, right. Yeah, of course, i4 on paper is very impressive. Uh, since we are talking about i4, actually, BMW came up with the new eighth generation five series. Did you have? Yes, G80, G80, G70, G80. The the I I've lost count. No, that's very straightforward nomenclature for five series. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't look good. It the only. It looks good. Yeah. It doesn't. Okay. Uh, you remember the F30? It was F30, right? It doesn't look good. Five series was the only car. Uh, only model in the whole lineup of BMW right now which looked slightly good. Somehow they found a way to even ruin that. I I like how it I looks. I don't know. If the proportions are wrong, the creases, the the lines, everything is very fucked up. So uh, okay, at least in the current BMW lineup, that is actually the best looking car. That's the, that's like a low bar. Yes, yeah. I agree. That's a low bar. 
But you remember the 2008-2009 type of BMW 5 series, the one with butterfly headlamps? Yeah. Uh, it sort of reminds me of that. I don't know. It doesn't to me. I, 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 like, I like how I this looks. I don't know. The proportions are wrong. I, even the rear quarter panel looks so out of shape. It's pretty bad. The front, the headlights, the double bubble shape, everything is pretty odd. Okay. But uh, yeah, so this... It it very much reminds me of BMW e- E60 Generation 5 Series. No, uh, I don't know. The it, rear quarter panel. I mean, it's still balanced. This one doesn't look balanced. It it looks very odd. Okay, we, we have very, very much... I know, I, I was about to say this, that a lot of people might find this... I, I actually like this. Okay. I actually I, like I, how it looks. The, the fact, front, I, the headlight looks pretty odd. It looks constipated. The front... Uh, the uh, wow the, wow so much hate okay go on it's not hate <laughs> about, like what I feel about it and uh, constipated the, the, okay yeah you... it it has a constipated look <laughs> yeah. and the bumper the front bumper somehow looks as if it has an overbite so uh, there was a superbite there but yes anyway. yes <laughs> you can hear it in the background <laughs> and we petrol heads immediately stop to you know obviously, admire it obviously. <laughs> but uh, anyway, th- this 5 series will have an all-electric model. Yes. The i5. i5. They have, sorry, they have fucked up the nomenclature. Yeah, they have. They have royally fucked up the nomenclature here. It happened. Uh, because moment... of i3 and i7. Yes. Yeah. So that that's what, no? and like they could have gone in a different direction with the nomenclature for these models then. Yeah. Even Mercedes has done with the EQ. Like, the, so the I'm, I'm, just saying, like, I'm just saying like these guys could have gone with E instead of I. And it would have been all sorted. Yeah. Like it could have been an E3 and E5 and E7. Yeah. And it would have been all fine. But for some reason... They decided some all to car companies are they're, they're like, running out of ideas. They're, right. they're fucking it up. Like for instance, there is a uh, EQS. New yeah. AQS. Now, when I say EQS, what do you think of? Sedan. No. There is an EQS SUV as well, right? Yeah. And then there is an EQS Maybach. Now, yeah. what do you think of? I am saying for me, if you talk about EQS, I think of a sedan. Right, exactly. For somebody, it would be an SUV. Exactly, and that's where the problem lies. So EQS is now a Maybach SUV, EQS is now a sedan, and EQS is now a SUV. Yeah. So, like, so... Even we are getting confused while talking about it. (laughs) Same with EQC, same with EQC. Everything, everything. Like, why the fuck? That's what I said. The entire EQ lineup is, the, the nomenclature is very fucked up. Right, exactly. Like you, you can just use the GLCE or GLE E or whatever. Like, like they had to come up with a sub brand and they said like like they've got twenty six alphabets here. And now they're like, we have a corresponding SUV for the the sedan and somehow they don't know with how the to, same name with, with the, the same, same fucking name. name. I'm, I'm just saying like you can use any like twenty six alphabets here. You're just putting random alphabets together. Might as well just use one more. And they will run out of alphabets very soon if they keep going like this. But they're not keep they're not doing going like this. That's exactly the problem. Like if a EQE and EQE, and like I, I spoke about two different ones, a sedan and a and a crossover. But like they're both called the same EQS, EQS sedan SUV. And they're like EQS sedan, EQS SUV. Yeah, yeah why, And why? Mercedes Maybach EQS. Uh, SUV. Yes, why complicate that? Same, same with BMW. I don't know what they are doing. Yeah, BMW is still similar. It is like i5. Ah, still similar. Like it's like the, yeah. the all electric equivalent I, of 5 series. Second, sorry. So what are they? So BMW. How many electric SUVs has BMW got right now? 
SUVs. Yeah, it's only it IX, right? Yeah, no others, right? Mm. So there are no X3, X5 corresponding no, ones. No, no corresponding. Right. So I'll wait for that before I pass a judgment on whether they have. Yeah, yeah. But at least there is a X, so I'm assuming that uh, they they might fuck up less. They might call it IX5 or something like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping. Let's that. see. Let's see. But like IX, sure there is none so far. The IX is the only SUV BMW has rolled out so far. Electric. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay, wow. They are moving slow. Like considering SUVs form a major market. Yeah. They are they are actually moving slow there, right? But BMW was the you know early mover in this whole segment with the i3 and i7. Oh, I spotted a i3 couple of days ago. I think yeah, I spotted I told that you I car to drive that car ages after after a gap of ages. Uh, I yeah. very few came to India. It was never yeah. officially launched. Yes, and like I spotted this one on my commute with a like a seemingly middle-aged man driving. Uh, Why am I saying i7? i8. It was i8. Oh yes, i7. So it was processor. I said i7. We're looking at the processor is right on my laptop. i7 is the the seven series. Yeah, yeah. i8, i8. My bad, my bad. I drove the i8, so I was referring to the i8 actually. Yeah, yeah. i8 hybrid. It was a pretty good car. Hybrid. But i3, I wanted to drive. I I never got the chance to drive mm-hmm. it. It looks ugly and tiny. Oh, odd, very mm-hmm. odd and ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm but uh, we were talking about EQS, so uh, Mercedes. No, we were EQS. talking about five series. No. Yeah, it's ugly. Somehow, it's not. It's pretty. It, no, it's not. It, it is not. Plus, the, entire, the only good thing about that the new five series is at least the it doesn't have buck tooth grill. Uh, yeah, that the, that only thing. Also but looks nice. It has the option of either going with that black panel, which looks very odd, or slits, fake slits. I like the car. I like how the car looks. It's odd. In fact, uh, it Get looks better testing. than the E class. Which E class? The new one. Yeah. E the new E class with the double like bubble uh, uh, new bad. I think I think it's I think. bad. I don't know how did it come up with that idea of adding that headlight which has that double bubble shape. I think in general Mercedes is making terrible designs now. Now the S class uh, the I mean the, S- the previous generation was better. Yeah. You remember the previous generation S class? Yeah, I do I do. The new with the, one, with the three slots, right? Yeah, the new one, the headlights, squinted headlights, it doesn't look very premium, right? But it's not offensive. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's not a, offensive. Yeah, but it's, it's a, not it's special. A, so, seven series is offensive. Seven series is very offensive. Five series is not offensive now. No, it's not offensive. Yeah, it's not offensive. But so, the five series, the the outgoing model looked good. If, if you look, look at it, it, like, it, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so this one mm-hmm. has creases. If you look at the rear quarter panel and the way it slopes down, huh. it looks very edgy. So BMW now has gone with the idea of designing the cars to look very edgy, so that it stays in your mind. I mean, understandable, but it is understandable. Okay, overall, I like this five. Okay, that's that. You don't. That's fine. Even with the uh, neither the, of us the, are the affording two, it anytime soon. The two series. They made it look very odd. It looks very yeah. It uh, two two series looks odd. Two series the new one, the new one. Yes, and two series also like uh so the previous generation one looked okay. Odd thing to pick on, but like the the door, the like the the door closing line mm-hmm. and the roof line, like the sheer gap between those two that irks me right, the most. Right. <laughs> I mean, I know uh, uh, just a very small thing to pick on, See, but that that's such what an odd thing that BMWs had good looking cars. Like five six years back, the cars look Honestly, good. Honestly, uh-huh. I mean, like not when not very long ago. Yes, 
they were good yeah i i used to suggest cars i told you right i i told my brother to go cancel his audi booking and buy a bmw i loved bmw somehow now i i don't have reasons i can't find reasons to love bmws anymore yeah sorry while on the topic uh, i recently spotted a, a 330 li fairly nominal car but this portomino portomino blue port uh, what a lovely color yeah looks portofino portofino no. portomino no okay so i don't know it's some race track i yeah. i don't know but like you you know the portomino. color right? Portimao. Portimao. Okay. It's in Portugal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Portimao. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. Portimao. Whatever it is yeah, called. Yeah. But yeah, that blue looks brilliant. Which is pretty much like the M5 color, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much like the M5 color. But I hadn't seen that so far on the 3 series. Right. It Because otherwise good. that used to be like the dark blue which Skoda yes. commonly uses. It looks good. Yeah. Or, or like the very light blue which was on 2 series which is similar to my car. But right. this this blue looks brilliant. This blue it looks does, it does. beautiful. Yeah. I mean I don't like how the 330 LI looks because it is like way too long. Hmm. Uh but the color looks lovely. It does. Yeah. Anyway, moving on new launches. What what I think is EQS we were talking about EQS so Mercedes Maybach EQS is now there the SUV. Yeah. And uh, it was launched a couple of weeks back. We have not recorded <laughs> a podcast in that time duration right but uh, mercedes also came up with this whole night package and we call it night package night series package something like that which is basically to compete with rolls royces black badge if you remember those yes i do but uh, okay sorry mercedes all the evs look shit so and is just... there is there anything interesting about this car or should we just move on nothing interesting but there is We're an interesting fact Okay ha huh? so there is interesting ha huh? I was the EQ cars look ugly right shit yeah right you would expect not Mercedes please feel free to take offense anyway no. you will not expect them to sell well no that that two are not related <laughs> they are not but still yeah right there are options why would you go for it all of a sudden i am looking uh, i'm seeing a lot of EQS EQBs EQAs on indian roads EQA EQA is basically that van kind of a thing i think eqb eq anyway i'm forgetting <laughs> okay i i am not aware of this i'm aware of EQC. eqb is a van kind of a thing right the I electric mean, van is supposed to be van but i i didn't know that it was available in india i had a electric the, the, the one we saw while coming back from you know a sunday hangout hmm. a couple of weeks back we saw that and we also saw eqs oh yes we did we did yes we did. a yes. golden color yes even i was like why the fuck would anyone buy this ugly piece of shit somebody in my neighborhood bought a eq c e i have not seen one of those yeah so there are a lot of eq cars that i'm seeing very ugly cars but anyway yeah but also if you look at the sales number it actually has been doing well so uh, the hardware wise actually they're pretty good very good Yeah but in this segment, a lot of people who have bought these EQ cars they are actually saying it's very good and some of they like it better than they in the in the US a lot of Tesla owners move to EQ cars and they are some of saying yeah they are happier huh. so EQC have driven good car very good car right but again like you have to walk towards the car to get into right. it and you can't right. like can't fucking ignore Somewhere that I, I get the point that they designed it in a way that it has to be as slippery aerodynamically it still can look but better but it, it yeah. looks so odd i i i don't like it at like all. there are shit ton of cars with very small drag coefficient 
it doesn't have to look this ugly you're it's making offensive po- yeah it's it's like it's yeah, i won't even say borderline it is it absolutely is offensive. offensive so anyway moving on moving on what 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 are you uh, so well, you might have read that like a couple of uh, i think last year european union said that by 2035 they're going to ban the sale of ic engine cars right yeah i i just ignore all these random timelines which are like a decade ago but they were like they they all countries came up with this like no no i i i know i remember that but i'm just thinking like in general like because these timelines move yeah so now they have made some adjustment to that they're saying that we will allow car makers to sell ic engine cars till the time the fuel is carbon neutral Okay. This is basically e-fuel, which is ca- capturing carbon dioxide from the air and making fuel out of it. Porsche oh, has. I thought I thought you meant carbon neutral as in ki, like the uh, oil companies have to no, actually no, no, offset. No, no, not that. Uh, it is basically like carbon neutral in the way it is capturing carbon dioxide from the air and making fuel out of it. So okay. Porsche is one company. So far, we have only been releasing CO two. Okay, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the way it is carbon neutral is basically it is capturing carbon dioxide from the air and releasing it back. So it is, you know. Okay. Left hand side equals to right hand side. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Shit. Don't talk about that shit. <laughs> so Porsche has been uh, researching and somehow you know making some strides in this hmm. domain. Uh, it has in South America. I think it has already started a plant which is producing e fuel. Right now, it is very expensive. Right. Understandable. But uh, yeah. So Ferrari, Italy, and Germany are the two countries which are pushing uh, the European Union to make some, you know, changes to this whole this rule. Italy is an anomaly here, okay? Why? Okay, 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 Italy, pu- okay, pushing to make changes to the yeah, timeline. Okay, understandable. Yeah, Italy and Italy, Germany. Obviously, who else f- is making supercars? Yeah, and Germany uh, with Porsche. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Who else is making supercars? Italy and Germany. Right. So yeah. So Ferrari is saying that like even beyond 2035 they'll be selling IC engines only thing that they'll they'll use e fuels right yeah i remember reading it somewhere i think may makes sense but as long as if they they're able to manage that by the way uh, you remember a couple of episodes back we were talking about uh, uh, this uh, in india for the first time pinafarena batista made some World yes, records. at that's Netrax. Like, yes, at that was really impressive. That's pretty yes. we, important. We felt proud and patriotic. We felt proud. <laughs> But as, it, as was, it was good. Like, I, no, I'm just saying, like, a, a facility that, like that is here, which was also like, nice. That's right? finally something is happening in India as well, right? Right, right, yeah. So, uh, that was the patriotic part of it. Pina Farina Batista is basically a Rimats Nivera with different clothes. It is, yes. Right. So, Rimats was like, How can you do that? So it went ahead with its own car, the Nevera. Oh, and in right, one yes. single day, I know ended up setting up twenty-three world records. And and like in in just a couple of runs, basically, it just ended up breaking all those records. All yeah. the records, right? <laughs> crazy yeah. numbers, right. crazy yeah. numbers. Whatever you want to throw at it, quarter mile, zero to sixty, zero to hundred, zero to two hundred, zero to zero to two hundred and fifty miles per hour to zero. Right, right, yeah. Madness. Crazy, crazy. Like Remax feels like Koenigsegg uh, on steroids. It is. Yeah, it it feels like that. I mean, like the 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 moment I I, I saw what Remax is doing, it immediately made me think of Koenigsegg. It is. Yeah. 
you can actually draw parallels between Christian von Koenigsegg and Matthieu Rimats. Both are very, you know, they were young when they started the company. True. And they are pioneers in their own ways. Right, right. Huh, absolutely, absolutely. It's damn cool. Right, right. I think what, one and a half hours this episode... Do you have anything else to talk about? I, I actually have, and like, this is not about cars, but I, like, it's, this is about transportation and mobility, so I want to bring it up anyway. Sure. Uh, so, I, I'm not sure if we brought this up on the last episode, because I think we already had a lot of content. So, first thing, I'm going to talk about bike lanes. Hmm. And there was this wired article. Bike is basically bicycle lane. Bicycle lane, yeah, my bad. Matlab, obviously, because of the confusing language. In India, language. generally... The confusion is obviously global. Right. The confusion is very global. Bike lanes, we are talking about bicycle lanes. Bicycle lanes, yeah. So, uh, there is data that indicates that having bicycle lanes, dedicated bicycle lanes and parking actually helps the local economy, actually helps the neighborhoods and the businesses there. Okay, interesting. No, so... Wait, this is a research paper you are quoting? Is, this, is, this is research and based on the research, multiple articles, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm quoting actually research, I'm quoting data, not anecdotes. What's the rationale behind it? So, uh, have you considered, like, in Gurgaon, how many neighborhoods... Like, we live in Gurgaon, how many neighborhoods are there that are walkable? Very few. Yeah. So, like, even when I feel like, yeah, I just... I, I don't really have to go anywhere specific i just feel like i'll walk around maybe eat something if i feel like where do you go sector 56 what are you trying right so that that like the food market but again that's very chaotic and like plus broken patches and all or that. i just order food yeah so I, otherwise you go to like cyber hub yeah dedicated places like right? so that's when yeah. I'm saying you literally go to dedicated places either cyber hub or one horizon like both business complexes right where you just go and like just walk around okay maybe i'll grab an ice cream grab a bit of food okay right but because you're walking about you're actually more likely to do shit like this right that's exactly what the data also indicates okay neighborhoods that are more pedestrian friendly and more cycling friendly actually see an increase in the business for your local businesses okay yeah but because the common perception is that a car car driver who if if and but obviously the bike like the bicycle lanes come at a cost for parkings multiple parkings and the local businesses feel like they are uh, being cheated out of more business okay yeah so it i mean like it's just a so uh, amsterdam might be a good you know example here then right but it is so the problem is again the, the, we don't have the counter data for that if you compare a city like london with amsterdam so that's what i'm saying like the counter data is like there are multiple variables so you can't really change one variable and, and compare okay so this is actually based on a couple of neighborhoods where some changes were made to make them more bicycle friendly and that's where the data is based on so like rest of the variables remain the same but again, the point is bicycle friendly or pedestrian friendly actually helps the local neighborhood okay. because you're more and like it, it makes sense as well, even if you look at it uh, in, a, in a rather obvious way. Right. If, if you're walking about, if you can actually reach places on, on, on a cycle, you're just like going slowly. You're discovering places. You're discovering you, you places, you're exploring, yeah, yeah, you can actually true. stop easily. Right, if you right. simply have a cycling lane and better cycling, cycle parking. Yeah. yeah. In a car, like... I did not notice entire buildings on golf course road till the time I was just on motorcycle or car. Okay. Yeah. 
until I was in a cab or I was just like walking past slowly yeah, or I had to visit sure. that's when I noticed like entire buildings and I didn't notice a lot of things till the time you know I ran out of fuel on my motorcycle and right. I had to go slow yes and like like we've, we've actually seen this like a couple of our friends like one of one of our right. uh, friends who when switched from a KTM to an Enfield slower motorcycle yeah. yeah slower motorcycle you immediately start seeing a lot more stuff yep. it's, it's as simple as that the second part I want to talk about was whales so, whales the, the the water creatures or no the, not the whales 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 the place <laughs> So they have declared because uh, so there is data to obviously uh, all of us know this. There is data to suggest that new roads or widening the roads doesn't solve anything. No, it doesn't. It it, it only inspires more traffic. We have seen that in Gurgaon. We have seen that everywhere. <laughs> there, there is a lot of data to suggest that, like to to validate that. Yes. So Wales has decided that they're gonna like put a stop at adding new roads. Okay. Yeah, or widening the roads. And do what? Though they'll simply maintain the roads. They'll focus on public transportation. Okay. They'll focus on improving the public transportation. But they're they're not gonna co- constantly keep building new roads. Right. They're only gonna build new roads where new connectivity is needed. Okay. Okay. And that's it. And I think I mean like they can do that. Obviously, in our country, we are I think. Uh, we are not there. We, we need not new there. roads, right? We now. are not like, we are there. Underdeveloped. Yeah, we and also in in many cases we are still connecting new na- new yeah, areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so which again holds, but yeah, I, I see this as a step in the right direction. Yeah, for developed nations, I think it makes sense. Right. At some point, you have to draw the line to sort of curb the increase in uh, in automobiles. Makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I think it's one of those episodes where we covered all the topics what we thought we wanted to do right wow that's that's very odd for us right? yeah that's new no that's that's very new <laughs> generally we have a long list of topics and we talk about in such details that there's at least a couple of topics cool so i'll pick up the missed one <laughs> is there any yes there is a new k-trim oh fuck yes huh. it, yeah there is a new k-trim which is electric electric k-trim right yeah so but k-trim has entirely been about like lightweight and everything right yeah i wonder what the weight of this is i forgot to take a note and did like, they came up with details i think they did i don't know like my notes only say new k-trim <laughs> i remember you telling it to me i think it has some 230 or 40 horsepower right which is a, a tiny lot. battery Tiny battery which apparently lasts only 20 minutes. Which is fine. Which it's is fine. A, it's, a, it's a track day. It's car, a track right? car. It's a track car. And a, a tiny battery will not take too long to charge as well, right? Right. Plus like a 20 minute. A 20 minute. Like one session. Right. Yeah. So like warm up lap and one session. Then you come back and put if it for like charge. If you have like 20 kilowatt hour uh, battery, I think it's yeah, pretty you, good. You're going to be ready to go for the next session. And it would, won't be that heavy to, you know, take a toll on the... the, the Hopefully. 20 kilowatt hour battery is not very heavy, I'm saying. Yeah, I forgot to take a note of the battery size. But yeah, this is interesting. Like even company like Caterham is moving in the electric direction. That that was yeah. the major idea of yeah, bringing yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So that that's very, very interesting. It would be very interesting right, to drive something like that. Yeah, like, like lightweight electric and because like a company that entirely like this is like Lotus going electric. Which it has. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying like Lotus has taken a slightly different approach now right. with with the new vehicles. Like, so that, that way I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I guess that's about it for this episode, no? Yes. Or do you have anything else? No, no, I, I ran out of topics. Ages ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I think that's about it. Thank you very much for listening. Again, if you like this episode, please obviously click a like. That's the obvious thing. But also share it with a friend. Yes. And yeah. So we'll see you again. Like not, sorry. We'll, we'll talk to you again. We'll, we'll broadcast <laughs> to you again very soon. And thank you again for, very, for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.